0: You're listening to The Inside Scoop with Novell. Welcome to The Inside Scoop with Novell. I'm Dr. Rita Simmons, retired Navy captain, medical researcher, and Novell founder and senior consultant. This is the fourth episode in our series about maintaining and growing your business during the pandemic. In our first episode, we talked about the type of support that companies and leaders need to provide their employees to successfully work from home. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the principles that support successful remote operations and the tools and processes that make executing these principles possible. I will also discuss how our company assisted one of our clients implement these tools and help them to move their business to an all remote work environment. You may have seen our recently published uh, blog post about available tools, uh, and resources to support remote teams uh, during the current work-from-home directives. Uh, in, in creating the blog, it sparked a conversation about uh, not only the tools that company need, but really what additional process changes in supporting elements do they need to conduct business remotely and also meet their goals for growth and success. Uh, i saw one recent industry study out of australia that talked about some of these broad spectrum changes that are currently going on inside companies as they try to adapt Uh, i think the first and probably uh, the most simple adaptation uh, that companies are making is simply to create the office online Uh, it's a very traditional solution and it's where many companies have simply landed uh, some companies, they're providing access to electronic tools, um, but they're not really rethinking or designing how the work gets done. Uh, they're continuing with their everyday work and business practices and really just trying to do the same business, but from with everyone working from different locations. Uh, then there are other companies who are doing something similar, but... A little more adaptive and that's where companies are changing the medium to fit the home office environment. So they're not just providing electronic tools but they're also giving employees in some cases maybe funding or equipment to improve the environment in which they're now working. So some examples are um, companies giving uh, new lighting for video calls, new larger monitors, and in some case, paying for faster internet or upgraded routers. Uh, Because of the new work environment, it it really doesn't allow for pop-by visits or meetings. Uh, These companies are tending to move to text-based communications everywhere that's possible. So that means fewer organized meetings, long phone calls, but it's more like pop-up meetings where you can truly reach out and touch people quickly, get answers very quickly, and still feel like you're connected and that you can easily communicate with people, even though you're separated sometimes um, by a very long distance. Uh, The last adaptation that companies are making as reported through this uh, Australian report is um, called asynchronous communication. So these companies are either structured or maybe they have restructured their business more in line with how work gets done rather than where or when the work gets done. These companies are more flexible and they, I think they've gained an appreciation that presence does not equate to productivity. So these companies find that they can field purely distributed teams that really work better than in-person teams. And they're also, as what we have seen personally in our business and as reported in many business uh, news outlets, that these types of companies are performing better during the pandemic and we all believe they're going to be very well positioned for what faces us on the other side. When stay-at-home orders were first issued, many companies I think had an initial strategy to prioritize what's most urgent and feasible for now and then we're gonna postpone everything else until we return to the office. Gradually, the realization hit that we don't know how long this is going to last And it's just not possible to put your business off and to wait to adapt. What industry work experts, including experts like Forbes and other business outlets, are currently predicting is that the pandemic will be the great catalyst for business transformation, driving changes in months that may have otherwise taken years. And we know that change is never easy, but change is necessary to keep up with what's going on in the world today. And I can speak about work process transition from experience. Uh, I retired from the military which as many of you know is a very it's very much centered on fixed work locations and uh, face-to-face interactions. Then once I retired I decided to start a 100% remote business uh, with people performing a, a wide variety of functions from all across the U.S. This really took some careful planning so we could ensure that every decision we made was with our remote workforce in mind. And a necessary part of business startup for this type of business is to ensure that your team can function at their very best and for the best of your clients. And so we vetted numerous tools for communications, planning, email, video, uh, cloud share, so we could determine the ones that would be the best fit for the people on our team, as well as the type of work that we do. So once we tried a solution, if that didn't work, we dropped it and we moved on to a better solution. Uh, Sometimes trial and error can be painful, but it's necessary to make sure that everyone has the equipment and the functionality they need to be at their best. So we also brought in staff with the talent to manage these tools, to ensure we had seamless operation for our team members, and our clients. At this point in our business, we can efficiently support all of our remote team members and effectively execute all of our business operations remotely. And so the planning and the remote business model we created, it certainly paid off. And we've not missed a day of work or a service to our client during the entire course of this crisis. So we thought it might be helpful to share our top requirements for establishing and maintaining remote operations And then the tools and the processes that we think are critical to fulfilling these requirements. So we believe there are two key components to the transition. One, technological, and the other is cultural. So let's start with technological. A company needs an IT strategy to seamlessly transition to work from home. These IT strategies may include methods to mail employees their devices or to swap out and repair devices, creating internal resources so they can do self-service for most of their IT needs, and then easy access to software and internal company documents to enable workflow. There are a few other items in our uh, technological that are very important. One is communication tools. I just can't stress enough how important it is to provide reliable, frequent communication when everyone is working remotely. It helps to preserve your team and, and your company culture, as we're going to talk about in a moment and really the sense of being connected which will keep everyone motivated and involved. And we believe it's important to offer your team access to quick and formal communication tools such as those with chat uh, features besides the traditional email and other types uh, of online communications. These chat features promote regular conversation and if questions need answering or someone needs some specific information from another team member quickly, work's not stopped and people aren't sitting around for and waiting for someone to read their email and to respond. The other ways we communicate are video sessions. That's for many of our regular meetings. And we make sure we have screen share functions that allows us to create a more collaborative environment and communication style. Uh, we also find it's help provide different communication tools to best suit your team. Now, in our company, we use Microsoft Teams as our primary platform. But at times we use other tools like a WebEx that may be more useful for a particular client or for a particular external collaborator that we're working with. So you need to consider how your team works best and then you can choose from an abundance of choices such as Slack and Zoom that also offer communication solutions, uh, everything from chat to video call. The next tool and thing that's important we believe is collaboration. Collaboration can be tricky when everyone's working remotely. Uh, The solution to these roadblocks is to provide your staff with a platform for document sharing and as a multifaceted resource for collaboration. You need to make sure that it can be accessed by everyone from everywhere. And so some examples of our favorite tools are Box, Microsoft OneDrive, or Google Docs. Uh, These are all cloud-based tools They allow multiple parties to work on documents simultaneously, Uh, has automatic save feature. You don't have to worry about anything being lost. It tracks version control for you so you don't have to guess whether uh, who had the document, do you have the most up-to-date version. Uh, Also, while this may seem like a small thing, it often has a big impact on efficiency. And that's the establishment of a consistent naming convention so that you can help your staff find documents more quickly and more uh, efficiently than them hunting around trying to find the source documents they need for their project. Another important component of collaboration is great program management. We are very fortunate at Nobel to have great program managers. They're able to create work plans, assign roles, and they act as a central point of continuity that allows teams to collaborate, understand the work center and what's happening and what the timelines for delivery and the products are. And it also helps them avoid redundancy. Some program management tools either we use or have used are uh, Slack, uh, Trello, Function Fox, and Microsoft Project uh, and Teams. You can read more about their features and which one may be best for you and your team in our blog at NobelOnline.com. The second key to success is cultural. For leaders and employees who are not used to working remotely, uh, they may be surprised to learn that the more traditional concept of work-life balance must be redefined. The people, they're working and living in the same place. It requires rethinking your new work setting and establishing new routines. We defined some of the best practices in our first podcast in this series. But here we wanna talk about an aspect of work-life balance that if not properly managed can impact the culture of the entire company. You need to make sure that people are not working seven days a week and they truly turn off at the end of the day. Work-life balance, if not maintained, will impact people's attitudes, it creates burnout and it can impact those facets of culture that your company has taken a very long time to establish. And that may be customer service, that may be a timeliness, that may be quality of product, but all of these things hinges upon your employees being at their best and taking care of customers and clients. Uh, many companies have found if they give employees greater autonomy and an increased role in meeting business goals, that that also helps in development of culture enhancing it, improving it, or at a minimum, maintaining the culture uh, and productivity within your business. The companies that consider employee welfare as a central goal, in addition to their bottom line, really are functioning more effectively during this crisis. The next aspect of culture has to do with communication. I know we touched on communication above in IT. But communication is also important when you're talking about motivation, maintaining culture, and really the company climate. It's important to have ways that teammates and their leadership can stay involved and engaged and for small teams to be able to interact effectively and regularly. Motivation and connectedness is really important. To stay motivated and on task can be challenging for some people when they're working alone and at home. And so leaders and managers really have to work with employees and talk about expectations, talk about work and life balance, talk about due dates and projects, but really checking in regularly, whether it's via email, it's even better by either phone, chat messaging that we've talked about, but really making sure employees need additional support. Do they need help? How well are they coping with the stay at home environment and a change to remote work? I know one team leader that schedules virtual happy hours with his team members to have meetings in in a less formal environment. It doesn't require a strict agenda and, and it's a great means to getting business accomplished, but he also gets to check in and see how everyone's doing you know, during the transition, and it's just a really nice touch base method for him. What we're seeing during this pandemic is that companies that recognize culture, creativity, and innovation as ingredients of success, and that have managers that trust their people to do the right thing, are reaching their goals, growing, and retaining talented team members. So companies really are blending IT, strategies and support and company culture together in a way to make their companies successful during this pandemic time. The last part of this segment is talking about a recent example of supporting one of our clients as they move their business to a fully remote work environment. So this involves setting up a virtual workplace for our client and their staff. Um, Our first step, it was a careful analysis of their business and team needs once we were able to accomplish that, uh, what we chose for this group was Microsoft Teams as the platform. So we wanted to get them connected as quickly as possible. So we began by establishing their Teams system and their profiles. Uh, Well, that may sound a little redundant, but within Microsoft Teams, you set up a team or teams, uh, some call them groups, um, in order for them to collaborate together. So these teams can be structured so that access is either um, limited to specific individuals and not necessarily open to everyone in the company. You can then customize the format for each team, uh, the core of which is a chat feature where you can also share things like images, uh, attachments, or even do live streams. Uh, You can also add additional application tabs to each team uh, to meet the differing needs of that particular group. Uh, These may include files, a function called shifts, uh, that's a scheduling app, and one called planner uh, that provides project management. Now, in our business, we use all these add-on applications to make sure everybody that is working on a particular project is interconnected and they have a very efficient way to quickly communicate. And then the planner function gives great transparency and keeps everyone on task and on time for product delivery for our client. The second element of that virtual transition that we worked for our client was to develop uh, information material for the team members and how they can use and access Microsoft Teams. We provided them with uh, download instructions, information on how Teams can be used from a mobile device, a desktop application, or via their uh, online web browser. We know that employee comfort with IT solutions We have found it varies widely, so we try to provide individual team members with troubleshooting support throughout the entire process. One of the advantages of Microsoft Teams is leveraging existing Microsoft applications that some people are very comfortable with. Uh, That includes uh, things like Word, PowerPoint, and then the uh, cloud storage solution, which is OneDrive. Using these that allowed us to work with the client to show them how to seamlessly upload and then organize their files within Teams. And because Teams utilizes OneDrive, we showed them how to download the OneDrive application onto the desktop so the files could be uh, accessed directly from there without having to go online to the cloud, which then allowed them to maintain what they considered to be their typical workflow. Uh, once Teams was completely integrated, we assisted the client create online meeting schedules. Uh, we train them on how to conduct video calls with their teams and employees. And then we showed them how to add in their working and their free hours to help them collaborate more effectively. By helping our clients set up this virtual office, the feedback that we've received is it has allowed them to navigate this time of uncertainty with a renewed sense of confidence. Uh, I think they felt a little bit lost. They felt disconnected. And through this collaboration and communication tool, they now are ready to move forward as a group. Uh, They're able to communicate and collaborate, set up all their systems. And really, it has given them predictability, accountability, and a way to maintain their normal business rhythm. Uh, These systems are integral. If you are like... 90% of businesses out there that have had to change to a remote work environment. They're really critical to the success of your transition and maintaining and growing your business. If you found this material helpful, please subscribe to future episodes and check out our website and social media for more information at Novell Online. Remember, we're all in this together, so stay safe.